All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What a magnificent Monday. How are you? Welcome to the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Coming to you live on Oilers Nation YouTube. Thanks for joining us. Wherever you're uh, listening, watching, maybe you're streaming us. Got the uh, Stingray iHeartRadio app. Uh, you're listening online, sports1440.ca. We love it. It's what's uh, great about technology nowadays. Uh, in your radio, in your car, at home, wherever. It's great. Something tells me many of you fired up, as you should be. It has not been a banner start. For the Edmonton owners, but as they say, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And uh, the owners are hoping to uh, be a lot better as the uh, season goes along. Uh, 0-2, as they they played better on Saturday. Not good enough because you didn't win. They outshot the Canucks. They didn't give up a lot, but they didn't get a timely save. They didn't get a timely goal, 5-on-5. Five five. They got one goal, 5-on-5 five five in two games. They have a 750 save percentage in two games. Their goalies have made 36 saves. They've allowed 12 goals. Yoza. Yoza. So, Campbell 4 of 16, Skinner 24 of 32. It's, uh, it's not an ideal start. Uh, there's only one way to go, though, and it's up. It'd be very difficult to go down in the SA percentage department. Uh, in the shooting percentage, as I mentioned, the orders have one goal, five on five. So there's uh, lots of elements that need to improve on this team, and they hope it starts tomorrow in Nashville. Orders, uh, we'll get to uh, Evander Kane. I had a one-on-one with him. Uh, we'll hear from uh, Woodcroft a little bit later on as well. Connor McDavid, as uh, the orders are currently in the air on their way to Nashville today. They'll play on the Preds. It's very kind of weird. Nashville to Philly and then home. It's an odd uh, short two-game road trip, but not very short when it goes travel distance. And then they'll play Winnipeg at home on Saturday night. Uh, the Gregor Show, as always, is presented by our title sponsor, PlayAlberta.ca, where you can get in the game. Go to PlayAlberta.ca. they got prop bets now. they got the odd boost. You name it. Play it all. Have some fun. Lottery tickets, casino. Sign up. Have some fun. Stay within your limits at PlayAlberta.ca. You can get involved. Something tell. We already got text flying in. 833-401-1440. That's the text line and the phone line. Now, keep that number memorized because starting at this time next week we are bringing back a contest that we did last year and it was very popular amongst our audience because this gives you the opportunity to gift someone something that they really need and uh, it's help your neighbor courtesy of legacy heating and cooling 
and you are going to be able to gift someone that you know a brand new installed high efficiency furnace and they'll take out their old furnace too they do everything it's uh, it was amazing uh last year as uh you know as we had our winner and uh, Karen and her two young girls, uh, they're, and then Steve stepped up and he did insulation. Their place was utterly amazing. And you know what? The, the feedback we got from people that just, you know what? Uh, when, when it's a furnace, great, but sometimes it might be someone who doesn't need it, right? And maybe got a new furnace four years ago. We don't really need a new furnace. So this is, so do some thinking, do some digging. Somebody in your street, uh, somebody in your family, can't be, you, you, you can't gift it to your wife. You can't gift it to your partner living in your own home, okay? Just so you know, those are the rules. You have to give it to someone outside of your home. Now, you'll get a prize, right? We'll give you a pair of seats to an order game, and we have something else that we'll give you as well. But this is Help Your Neighbor, so plan ahead. Start thinking about it. We'll do the contest uh, for a month starting next Monday. And then uh, somebody is going to get that uh, installed right when the cold weather starts coming, and that'll be a huge difference maker for them. Huge savings, man. Like, this furnace is valued over $6,500, $7,000. So it's a really big prize. To win, so that starts uh, on the Gregor Show next Monday. Coming up today, Pat Lafontaine will join us. Now, Pat Lafontaine, of course, had some serious uh, concussion issues that uh, caused his career to, to be a lot shorter than it should have been. He was an electrifying player; had 148 points one season. Did uh, Patty Lafontaine, and uh, he is going to join us, and uh, we are going to talk about um, uh, this new. Hockey helmet that he has. It's an impact absorbing helmet to make the, the uh, sport safer. He's been uh, working with people. Obviously, this is something near and dear to his heart because uh, his career was shortened because of it. So uh, he will join us. We got Bronte, uh, Terry Ryan's by today. We'll have uh, Ryan's rant. Also, uh, Andy Petrillo will be by. Uh, Speck, Kevin Woodley. We got a loaded, loaded show. Obviously, you will be involved. 833 401 1440 in our Jiffy Lube. Inbox, stop in right now for a full synthetic Pennzoil oil change and you will get a bonus 50 air miles courtesy of Jiffy Lube. Sport local, jiffylubeservice.ca. As uh, as mentioned, the uh, Oilers pay. They're 0-2. They've given up 12 goals. They've got one goal, 5-on-5. Five five. Uh, their power play is good. Their, their shot attempts, I guess, if you want to say, uh, it's a positive. If we're looking for positives first, you can say, Hey, here's the, uh, the orders. Guess what? They've had the most shot attempts. They've got the best shot attempt to shot attempt against in the league. It's 64% for their Corsi four. Their, uh, Fenwick four is, uh, is third best. Their, uh, their shot four in the NHL is, uh, sixth best. This is at five on five. Okay. Now, the problem is, um, see, and so all the numbers, they're out shooting everyone, but then you get to the stat that matters the most, their goal for percentage. And they're 31st at 11%. One goal for eight goals against. And you're like, Gregor, how is someone worse? Well, the Washington Capitals have only played one game, and they are at 0% because they don't have a goal five on five, and they gave up two. So they're at 0%. Not, uh, not great. So we will, uh, you know, we'll see where, like, Vancouver's expected goal for is 38%. Edmonton's is 61. Yet Vancouver's 2-0 and and Edmonton's 0-2. Like, there's very few numbers that you can find that will say Edmonton played horribly, but they played horrible at key moments, right? Not getting a save. And don't, don't tell me, well, the, you know, the goals are deflected in. Did Casey DeSmith not stop a deflection the entire game? At some point, your goalie has to make some saves, doesn't he? And trust me, they'll be the first to tell you, 750 save percentage isn't good enough. Simply not. you got to make a few more stops. Forwards, bear down. Score. Make it a little bit harder. Look at the order's goal, 5-on-5. Five five. Dismiss all over the place. Three, four chances before dry settle bangs at home. Did you see that again the rest of the game? Not as much. So, teams win and lose as a team. The order's five-on-five offense isn't good enough. Uh, They're five-on-five defense and uh, goaltending, definitely not good enough. Special teams kind of soft because their power play scoring, the penalty kills giving up a lot. So, you know, one's good, the other one's terrible. They'll have to improve there for sure. 
You know, like, look at Darnell Nurse in that game against Vancouver. In the defensive zone, he was excellent. But he made a bad read in the offensive zone that led to a 2-0. Right now, sure, Fogle, he's anticipating he hits the net. Right? That's one of the things they always talk about. Do not miss wide because that's what happens. But still, you don't need both defensemen in. Nurse had to read that play better. And uh, you know what? It rings around. Now, it's a two-on-one. It's, it wouldn't have been a two-on-oh. It's a two-on-one. Now, maybe they score in the two-on-one. I'll never know. You'll never know. No one will know. But there's a better chance they don't score when it's a two-on-one than a two-on-oh. For sure. So, one big mistake hurts the team. Now, there was other ones. The rest of the game, you go look at all Darnell Nurse's numbers through two games. They're actually really good. But you want to eliminate the one big mistake. That's kind of been a, a calling card for the orders for quite some time. So they got to improve on it. No question. Uh, some other stories. How about Austin Matthews? Back-to-back Hatties. He could become the first player in NHL history to go back-to-back to back hat tricks. Now, it's obviously really hard to do. But he is taking on the Chicago Blackhawks at home. And what's funny, the Leafs say, here's here's what matters when you score goals, people. Do you know who has the second worst five-on-five save percentage in the NHL through two games? The Toronto Maple Leafs. The orders are the worst at 750. That's five-on-five. And so I guess the orders goaltending is consistent. Their save percentage, even strength, five-on-five is the same as it is everywhere else. 750. Not good. But the Toronto Maple Leafs have the second worst five-on-five save percentage, but they're 2-0. and Why? Because they've scored six and seven goals. Makes a big difference. So offense can cover up for things a little bit. So you might want to think offense tonight, potentially. The over, possibly, at playalberta.ca. Who knows? But no one's talking about it in Toronto because they're talking about the fact that Matthews has back-to-back hat tricks, as you should be. It's a pretty cool thing. You don't see it very often. Heck, we've never seen three in a row. So, Connor Bedard, Matthews, could be a must-watch TV tonight. Uh, also on the weekend, the Edmonton Elks. Oof. It was must-watch to start the game. You're like, man, the Elks are playing great. Right? They're off. Their offense is rolling. You're like, here we go. And then, oof, the second quarter came, and that was a rough three minutes, to put it mildly. It was a brutal three minutes for the Elks. And they just never responded and uh, they end up losing 35 to 21. Ouch. Ouch. That was uh that was a tough one con man because it started so promising and then just completely fell apart. Yeah, we've seen that before with this team uh you know since Trey Ford took over I think it was the Winnipeg game where they had a nice little start there and the, the wheels fell off at some point. Uh, I guess not overly surprising when you look at this team. Yeah, frustrating for sure, but kind of the way it's gone so far. Nice to see a good start, but it really doesn't matter when you have that type of collapse and things go wrong in the fashion that they did. Uh, the big plays against them, you know, the kick return or punt return, it's going to be tough. So tough one. Uh, see how they bounce back in that finale of the season, but uh, kind of on par for the season for the green and gold this year. And uh, NFL, the Browns beat the 49ers. They missed the field goal in the last play of the game. You had uh, also uh, the Jets upsetting Philly 20-14. And easily, I think, the Giants could have won that game. That's probably some of the worst clock management I've ever seen at the end of the first half and then at the again at the end of the game cons. But whew, uh, the Bills, this has been a crazy season in the NFL. Like there's, People were expecting the 49ers to walk over Cleveland. People thought the, uh, the Jets had no chance. And hey, all of a sudden... Wilson, hey, he's not great, but guess what? He's getting it done. He's a young quarterback. He's learning. And uh, the Bills, it's funny, man. Like, they spank Miami. It's You don't really know from week to week uh, and what's going to happen, and that makes it exciting. So I have no idea what's going to happen tonight against the Chargers and uh, the Cowboys, but uh, something tells me it could be high scoring. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, for the C.D. Lamb fantasy owners, I think he's going to put up a big game tonight against that Chargers secondary. Uh, when the when the Cowboys and Chargers play, there's always just weird things that happen. So I would fully expect that one. And you're right. I mean, if the if the New York Giants have any sort of clock management at the end of the first half, they're kicking a field goal to win the game at the end of regulation. But they they kind of messed that one up. The Bills 
are the benefactors there. The Bills got through. I'm sure they're going to throw that film away. Let's just move on to the next one. But, yeah, it was a crazy weekend. Anything can happen. The Niners losing was certainly something. Uh, the injuries, that that might be the bigger concern for the 49ers going forward. Yeah, here. what's the update? I haven't seen it. What's the update? There was Williams. There was McCaffrey. Yeah, I haven't seen anything yet. I'm sure we'll hear about it starting tomorrow when they, they get back out there on the practice field. But for the Niners, man, they need to get better. And that just kind of furthers the point. We had Brock Purdy in MVP conversations. We know the MVP is that 49ers offense. It's Christian McCaffrey. It's undeniable. Well, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Brock Purdy had played very well. But, yeah, Christian McCaffrey, is uh, he's kind of the go-to guy there without question. Hey, Greg's. Last week, uh, you were talking about players choosing their own goal song, and you mentioned the song Wow by Tiesto. I'd only heard that song once or twice, but this weekend I played it 50 times. What a banger from Nardog. Oh, Nardog is a good tune, eh? I love that song. Get you fired up. I like it. Good taste. Good taste. Hey, guys, I was watching Saturday's game. They were in Vancouver's own a lot. They always seem to pass too much instead of shoot. What's your thoughts from Cam? Well, they did get a lot of shots at 40, but there were a few times where I thought they overpassed, yes. I think that's fair. And that's going to happen every now and then. But to me, and, and here's, like, when we talk calling cards of the orders, there's one calling card that I still think they have to improve on, and that's getting more comfortable, and I don't care what, like, getting to the net and just getting a few ugly goals. They they improved a little bit there last year, but still not to the level that I think is required to go deep in the playoffs. You, you're going to need a lot of garbage goals. It just happens in the playoffs, man. Right around the crease, hammer at home, stop there. Watch how often the Oilers will have the puck in the offensive zone and there's nobody in front of the net. Just take notice of that and you'll see. And then compare it to the other top teams in the league. Vegas, un- unbelievable at always having someone go into the net. Right? Jonathan Marshall is not a big dude. Look how many of his goals were scored right around the net. You know what? Hyman can go there. I, I need to see Brown there more. And then when you're there, be in a position ready that you can bang some home. So, yeah, there's a few times I thought they um, they overpassed it, but not uh, not a huge amount. Hey, Gregor, thanks for being the voice of reason. Too many people think the sky's falling. They're willing to trade everybody from uh, Jana, the longtime uh, happy listener. Yeah, well, it's a little bit early to trade everybody. Right? It's I look at all the underlying numbers and the orders. Hey, I think it's fair to say goalies make a save. Oilers eliminate the big mistake. Like there's no read for no reason for Nurse to make that offensive zone read. None. None. I don't care that Fogel missed the net. Yeah, it sucks he missed the net. But even if he missed the net, if Nurse makes the right read, then he's back and it's a two on one. Now they still might score, but at least then he's not making a glaring misread. Right? Guys will miss the net every now and then. Penalty kill. My goodness, get some stops and then five on five scoring. Like one goal in two games is not good enough. Point, but even if your goaltending's better, you're not going to win many games when you score one goal, five, a half a goal per game, five on five. And it's not like Vancouver's a juggernaut defensively. They're not. So got to bear down a little bit. Goalie's got to bear down. Forward's got to bear down for sure. Quick break. When we return, Patty LaFontaine will join us next. And uh, he's got something that I think will uh, very much interest you if you play hockey or if you have a child who plays hockey. Next on the Jason Greger Show, live on Sports 1440 and Orders Nation YouTube. We continue on Sports 1440 live on Orders Nation YouTube. We will hear from uh, Hall of Famer Pat LaFontaine uh, coming up uh, momentarily. He's going to uh, join us, talk about his career, but also about the uh, the new helmet that uh, he has spent many, many years working on. For those of you that are a little too young, Pat LaFontaine uh, had some brutal uh, concussions in his uh, hockey playing career that uh, shortened his career. Still had a you know 15-year career, which is amazing, but uh, he had some really brutal hits. And um, he has spent many years working to de- design a helmet that they feel can um, lower the uh, chance of uh, of serious head injuries, right? I don't think you can eliminate it completely. Obviously, you want to lower it. So uh, we'll talk to Pat about that coming up. Uh, also tonight, if you are uh, a baseball fan, hey, what about the Rangers? The Rangers have yet to lose in the playoffs. They're six and zero. Oh. Swept the Rays. 
swept the O's, and then won uh, yesterday 2 nothing. What a run for the uh, the Rangers, and they will look to uh, continue that later on today as they're uh, taking on the Astros. That game is going to get going here uh, right away. And then uh, tonight, uh, game one of the NLCS, it has the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies. So the uh, D-backs, uh, you know, little surprise team. But the uh, Phillies, man, these are two likable teams right now. I'm not sure you can really dislike either one. So it should be uh, fun to see who's going to uh, come up and win in that series. So a uh, little bit of uh, baseball talk coming up uh, later on in the show. Uh, I, I've been reading up on uh, Patty LaFontaine and the Valor helmet, and it's very intriguing to me all the science that they've uh, put into it. Because you know what? We have been taught for a long time, you're not going to get rid of concussions, which is true. You're not going to get rid of it, but you want to lower the chances that um, you can have a serious injury. And so uh, we will now get to our big guest of the day, brought to you by the Hockey Super League, a premier hockey solution with a clear path for long-term development, offering borderless hockey, including provincial and cross-province competition. Visit Hockey Super League. Dot .ca and we are joined now by a gentleman who was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2003. He had uh, two 50-goal seasons in his career, uh, including 148 points back in the 1993 season, starred with the New York Islanders and the uh, Buffalo Sabres before uh, finishing in his final season with the New York Rangers in 1998. Pat LaFontaine joins us. Pat, welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Pat, really happy to have you on. We'll get to your career a little bit later on. But first, I want to talk about, uh, you know, something that this has been many years in the making. That Obviously, you've worked on this. I was telling our, our younger audience, maybe don't remember, you know, your outstanding player who, who you know, unfortunately had some brutal uh, head injuries, some concussions during your career. And so this has been like a year long, years long, maybe decades long endeavor for you uh, with a company called Valor and the Valor Axiom helmet. So tell us what makes this helmet a little bit different than others. So, yeah, no, I, re- I had to retire obviously because of multiple head injuries and Dr. Kelly, James Kelly, world renowned neurologist who actually cleared me to play at one point And then finally said, uh, that's it. You have to hang up the skates and, uh, you don't want to do any more damage. Um, he and I became very good friends. Okay. Uh, we, we looked in the possibility of how could we take an existing helmet? A lot of them are two, two piece shells. And, um, we realized that physics will tell you that if you take an impact on a one piece shell, that it, it evenly distributes around the shell, the impact versus a two piece shell, which is traditional for hockey. And not that you can't build a two piece shell and build a very good one, uh, but if you build a really good one piece, which we call a mono shell and a good two piece, that one piece shell will always do a better job at deflecting the impact. So we actually created a mono shell, which there are a few of them out there. We created a special fit, fit, uh, my fit dial that uh, have the ability to custom fit. We put two layers of uh, what we call progressive impact pods for the heavy hits and the everyday hits. Uh, we created a fib lock. I lost my helmet in 96 where I was hit by a guy about six foot six and I was already concussed and I had my helmet on, you know, securely and it popped off and I was concussed and then I, my forehead hit the ice and I had kind of what they call a double whammy there. And that really put me out for about six months. So I looked and we just looked at saying, how could we take what's already, you know, pretty good but, and even try to make it better. And the good news is is that the Axiom, the Valor Axiom helmet, uh, got a five-star rating. It's the first five-star rating for protection and performance since 2017. And one of the other guys I will tell you that's involved is a former Edmonton Oiler, Scotty Thornton, okay. who played uh, 18 years. He's a partner in it. And, uh, you know, listen, from, from my perspective, it's a give back. Uh, the game's been great. I was blessed to play 15 years pro, and um, and I just – thought if there's a chance to improve and elevate the safety then let's try to do it and give back to that next generation to try to make it a bit safer and i think you know we're probably headed in a direction where you might see all one piece shells eventually but as we say it's beyond traditional safe and that's what we're trying to do at valor look beyond the traditional safe piece and how can we improve on what we already have 
So if it's a mono shell, Pat, um, does it have the ability, like if you buy it for your eight-year-old and then and their head grows a bit, can they keep it for a few years or is it form-fitted and this means you might have to replace it sooner? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, we've, we've got two pieces where on the MyFit fit system where you actually have an occipital adjuster that moves up and down depending on where your occipital bone is. Okay. And then we have a fit dial that pulls your head forward that allows for, you know, I would say two to four years. And depending on when you go from a small to a medium to a large, depending on how your head grows. So, no, this is this is a helmet. And the nice thing about it is is it's across the board five-star. So if you're a pro athlete, you're college, you're junior, or you're six years old or ten years old, you get the same protection. Now, when you were younger, Pat, uh, you're a few years older than me, but when you were younger, we had a mono shell called the XL7, and I remember the helmet because we I had one as a kid, and it was super comfortable inside, but you could, like, bend it and almost touch the bottoms together. That's kind of like the last mono shell I recall. Did you ever you remember the XL7? It was kind of an, an odd-looking helmet, um, and it was a mono shell, and I love the science that you brought at the start there explaining kind of the difference between having two pieces compared to one, and it makes sense. I also I've seen pictures of this. It seems that the design, the curvature is a little different than the traditional helmet. You know, it is. We, we, we've we made it. So here's the way we looked at it. We actually had a gentleman by the name of Jose Fernandez, who originally did X-Man, Batman, Iron Man. And he took what would be a futuristic, you know, NHL slash hockey helmet. And then uh, Dr. Kelly and a gentleman by the name of David Muskowitz, who's our engineer and designer, we then took that and said, okay, number one is safety, you know, performance, fit. And then we wanted, we understand the mirror look. We wanted to best make it look as close as we can. Uh, but we weren't going to compromise on protection. Because okay. at the end of the day, you know, I, I think it looks great. But the analogy I would say to you is, is you take a cue ball and if you have a Rubik's Cube on a pool table, you hit it with a cue ball, it's going to grab it, torque it, spin it, smash it. But if you take another cue ball, it's going to glance off. So what we did was we created smoother edges, a little bit slightly curves in areas in the back and the front, so that when the force hits the helmet, it doesn't grab it or torque it. It actually glances off of it, and it creates a lot less impact on the head. Okay. Pat Lafontaine joins us, uh, Hockey Hall of Famer, uh, talking about the, the new helmet, the, the Valor Axiom. Now, it is, you got the five star rating. Pat, is it avail- when is it going to be available in Canada? Or is it, it already available in it's Canada? Ava- it, it is available now. We have distribution out of Toronto. Okay. You can go on, on to valorhockey.com. Um, we're super excited. We're, we're selling helmets and we've got kids at all different ages and uh, we're excited to get them on their heads. And from my, from my perspective, there's one thing I learned. You're not going to stop, and Dr. Kelly will tell you this too, you're not going to stop a concussion. Um, it's going to happen because the brain is inside a shell and it's mm-hmm. moving around with fluid, obviously. But what you can do is minimize the damage. And what we're trying to do is on all those hits, whether you're a kid, whether however old you are, the impacts that, that kids are taking, the brain that's taking, players are bigger, they're faster, you just want to minimize the damage from those hits. And over a period of time, Dr. Kelly said to me, he said, Pat, knowing what I know about testing and science, if you were wearing this helmet for your 15-year career, you would have had a minimum of 50% less damage than you did. And you wouldn't have probably had to retire. So from that perspective, science and testing and technology, you know, my goal is to not see any other players have to go through that or younger kids go through that. Uh, your head is the most important part of your body, and you need to protect it. 100% as uh, Pat LaFontaine joins. Now, Pat, when I'm looking at the helmet, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I notice, um, like, because I'm, I'm thinking of uh, of my young son, and when I put up his helmet, his strap from the cage to the back of the helmet, it's usually on the very bottom of it. Yours is now in the middle of the cage and kind of almost the middle of the back of the helmet. Does that is that design just a different design, or is there something with safety in mind there? Um, they do reach around the back too. So yeah. what we did was we actually have a cage that just got certified. And so it is a traditional cage that comes around in the back. Uh, but what we did do, because there's so many, um, face protections, cages that we call them, you know, the fish bowls, as, as they call them, the visors, we actually created all different size adjusters, uh, and spacers 
that go into the box with the helmet so that any face protection would be able to fit onto onto that Valor helmet. So that was important because we know kids and players at all different levels and, and whether they have cages, you know, visors or those those plastic fish balls as we call them, you know, that they'll be able to fit. Have you spoke to NHLers or do you see some of them starting to wear this helmet? I, I believe they will. We're in the process of doing that now. Um, I, I think at every level you need to protect your head. I think that um, traditionally speaking, there's been different helmets over the years. One that I always remembered, I've learned the story now, and I've always admired Stan Makita, but I never realized Stan was the one who um, uh, got Marquise Martin, who eventually was part of uh, Lockheed Martin, to design that Northlands helmet. You remember um, Stan Makita wore it, uh, Larry yes. McDonald wore it, yeah. uh, Dennis Potvin wore it. Yeah. That was actually actually a one-piece rounded, semi-rounded shell that, uh, when people look back, that was state of the art as far as protection. That was actually a pretty good helmet. Hmm. Um, and then we got away from that. And you know, one of the things I, I would say is 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 if you if if two piece and nothing against because I wore them for my crew, but if two piece helmets were really that good and that protective, I always ask why isn't the NFL, why isn't Major League Baseball, motocross, lacrosse, why aren't they in two piece helmets? Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Well, like when you put it that way, it does make a lot of sense, uh, for sure. Um, looking kind of at the, at the evolution of this path, like how long has this project gone on for you guys to finally come up with the, with the Valor Axiom helmet? It's taken me six years. Um, Dr. Kelly and I first started this around 2004. We were going to try to do a helmet. Um, there was an issue with this Zorbian material, uh, and a patent pending issue. So we, we weren't able to do this uh, one type of helmet. So we came back around 2015, 16, 17, started talking again. And then around 2017, we really started making a commitment to say, how can we make a really good helmet? And somebody, I guess as athletes, I was challenged. They said, you know, you'll never be able to crack the, the five-star code. And I said, really? And I said, you know, everybody always told me I was too small. I was from St. Louis. I'd never play at a high level. And you know what, Dr. Kelly and I, we got some friends, a real lean team, a helmet maker, and um, and we went for it. And the exciting thing is it's, it's the only five-star helmet since 2017. And, and we weren't going to compromise on safety. I, I would say to you that your hands, your your you know, other areas, your shoulders, you, we protect all parts of the body, but you can't compromise on your head. And I think we have to continue to make, you know, you know, the game safer, elevate the game. And I think Valor is all about inspiring the game, protecting the game and elevating the sport. Um, and, and we're excited. We're, we're, we're excited to be a part of it. And from my perspective, it's a give back. Um, I'm grateful, but uh, I always want to try to leave it better than I found it. Pat LaFontaine is our guest today, the uh, Valor Axiom Helmet. Uh, you can go to their uh, website, ValorHockey.com, is where you can uh, see it. Obviously, comes in uh, lots of different colors, and uh, away you go. They'll, they'll ship it to you here. Uh, they have stores in Toronto, and I'm assuming uh, United Cycle and other places will uh, will get the uh, the Valor in uh, rather soon. Before I let you go, Pat, I do want to ask, um, obviously, one of the most iconic uh, calls ever from your friend uh, Rick uh, Jenneret had to be the uh, La 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 LaFontaine uh, right up there with with, of course, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, the Brad May, Mayday, Mayday one. Um, g- give me your thoughts on, on Rick Jenneret and just kind of what it meant as a player when you would go back and maybe hear some of his calls. Well, we miss him already. Um, he was an icon, and every time I hear his voice, uh, I get excited, or, or he just, it's just not hockey without Rick Jenneret. Um, one of my favorite stories was, was listening to Danny Kerr tell the story as he was in the booth. And Rick doesn't prepare for any of this. This was the very first goal of the great Dale Howard Chuck. God bless him. He, uh, he was the one who made the pass to me as my first goal. And as Danny Aguirre says, all of a sudden Rick grabs everybody and takes his two arms and holds every back, everyone back and just started the la, 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 la. <laughs> And it just came out, and it stuck. And before you know it, I do, just about anywhere I go, I hear somebody doing the La 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 Fontaine. And um, you know what? He was just one of a kind. Uh, he was an icon. We miss him already. And uh, um, I feel blessed to have known him and be a part of listening to the years. I Sometimes I just put on his greatest calls just because he was that good. And 
I don't think there'll be another one, another one close to Rick Jenneret. No, he was uh, he was very uh, unique. Now I, there are leagues out there that have like you have to use certain equipment, right? Matt, like yeah, I know even in the Alberta Junior Hockey League right now, it's CCM only. Uh, is that going to be one of the bigger challenges moving forward it, it, to get it into a lot of the contact leagues? Is just how some of them have those type of deals with certain leagues with certain uh, suppliers. Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, listen, we're we're happy to be a part of. Um, the sport and the and the product industry area. Um, our goal is just to to make them as safe as we can. If we can continue to elevate and and build on where we are, we're, we're talking to a lot of stores to get them in uh, to Christmas for Christmas time or or sooner. And a lot of the the bricks and mortar stores we can right now we're selling online. But yeah, we're going to build the company, grow the company. I think one of the other things I'll share with you is is the brand ethos really really stands for all forms all surfaces, all levels, and all communities. So we embrace, you know, street hockey, ball hockey, uh, roller hockey, sled hockey, women's hockey, obviously. And um, it's not just the ice piece of it. We just think if you're playing hockey, and as you know, Connor Bedard's a big, a big roller hockey player. There's a lot of ball hockey and street hockey. We want to celebrate all forms and elevate all forms. And one of the things we did, was we have four of our colors in a matte finish, which is kind of unheard of. So we have a a stealth black. We have this polar white mat, and then we've done a light blue, valor blue, and we've done a runoff gray um, that we've done, which look really cool. And so we're, we're, it's not just ice hockey, which obviously is, is the biggest part of the sport, but we're, we're really, really into celebrating all forms and all surfaces. Great stuff, Pat. Uh, continued success. Uh, we'll watch to see uh, how the Valor goes and you know how, what the response is from people who wear it. Thanks so much for your time. Great. Thanks so much for having me. Pat LaFontaine, uh, the Valor. Now, it's like anything new that comes out, the price seems uh, a little high right now. No uh, question about that. But uh, usually that's how it seems to be with things. Obviously, you get more distribution. Then it goes down a little bit. Um, you know, obviously there's going to be some people that, uh, you know, f- the price tag in Canada anyway, looks like it's like 450 bucks. So, um, now some would say, Hey, you know what? Uh, is, is there, can you put a price on safety? Probably not. Hey, but there is the financial wherewithal that we can't overlook. So I will be interested to see kind of how that goes. Um, long term that, that will be a concern for some, but he makes a very valid point. And think about the XL7. You think about the, uh, you know, the old Mc, Lanny McDonald, Mike Felino helmets. The one piece makes way more sense when you think about it from just a scientific standpoint. So you wonder, Bauer, CCM, when are they going to jump on board to say, hey, this is what we should be doing, right? That's n- normally what's going to happen, right? If it gets proven that it works and you start to make a dent in the market, well, then the other ones will have no choice but to follow. And it makes it safer for everybody involved. But when you consider the motocross and football, which is way more contact, even heck, baseball helmets are one piece, right? Rather than two put together. So it makes sense. We'll come back. Cam Tate is feeling healthy. He will join us. We got Bronte and more on Edmonton Sports Theater. Sports 1440. We roll through Monday afternoon. Sports 1440. Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you. Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. And uh, now let's get to he's back. Feeling good after a little struggle with pneumonia for a short period of time. But uh, Cam Tate joins us. Uh, for those who don't know, Cam joins us every Monday and Friday on the show. Cam uh, was Cam was born with uh, cerebral palsy. He's in a wheelchair. And he is, uh, I know he'll speak clearly all the time. Uh, he's always wanted to be on radio. He's a funny dude. Uh, he's been a longtime uh, writer, journalist uh, in the city. So uh, we have him giving us uh, the two-minute warning every Monday and Friday with the wonders of technology. The two-minute warning with Cam Tate. Monday, October 16th, I'm Brian from Voxbox reading Cam Tate's words. The easy thing to do this Monday is to go on at lengths about the winless Edmonton Oilers or how the Edmonton Elks gave up thousands of first-half points and lost Saturday. But sometimes in life, even sports, we need to talk about loss, gifts given, and celebrate a life well-lived, then creating a legacy. Sean Dunham. Name ring a bell? Probably not. But if you've been watching sports for the last few decades, Sean and his steady hand and trained eye has given you and I the best seat in the house for hundreds of hockey, football, Olympic games, and more. 
Sean was on the main camera for years at Rexall Place, Rogers Place, and Commonwealth Stadium. Television camera operators. They get to the games hours before, have meetings, rehearsals before capturing the game itself. And when the headsets come off at the end of the game, camera operators don't make a parking lot dash to go home. No, no, no. They hunker down for a few more hours rolling up endless kilometers of cable, stowing countless technical gizmos safely in a truck. Another setup, another pre-production meeting, another game, another tear down. Shawnee was one of the best. Sadly, we lost him recently. Cancer to those fortunate enough to experience the behind the scenes of a television sports production in Edmonton. We will miss that hearty hello, that undeniable work ethic, and that oh so grin that kept us all on our toes waiting for a crackerjack one-liner. We send our love and best wishes to Shawnee's family. So next game we watch. Let's give the television set a little hug and steady it, just like Sean Dunham. On the Jason Greger Show, Mondays and Friday, this is the two-minute warning with Cam Tate on Sports 1440. Really good piece by Cam. I, I think, uh, you know what, the behind-the-scenes people in sports probably don't give it nearly as much love as they do. So, uh, well said, Tater. Very well said. And uh, we pass on our condolences as well. Tater from everybody at Sports 1440. Let's get now to the oil report brought to you by Volvo Cars Edmonton. Stop in right now. You want a new vehicle? You want a demo? You want a previously certified owned vehicle from Volvo? Well, guess what? 1.49% financing. Can't get a better deal. Check it out. VolvoCarsEdmonton.com. As we uh, welcome to the show, uh, Ruben Bronte, a.k.a. Uh, Robin Brownlee. And uh, Rube's a uh, real good message there by Tater. Um you know what? Obviously, there's bigger things in life than than losing in sports. But uh, sports fans, specifically order fans, a uh, little concerned with the uh, the start here. I don't think it's major concern, but it is obviously the worst possible start the orders could have. Not only are they zero and two, but uh, their goalie save percentage is seven fifty. They've only scored one goal. F- a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Five on five, like they got a lot of areas here they got to improve. Yeah, I don't think you need to jump up and down and panic. Um, you know, to me, Jason, and, and I think to most people, there's a middle ground. It's not, oh, don't worry, nothing to worry about, because there actually are a couple of things to worry about that they're doing and not doing. Uh, and then the other thing is, oh, blow it up. It's in the toilet. It's They're finished. No, neither one of those extremes applies. But there is some stuff in the middle that's interesting. The, you know, the even strength scoring is a problem, again, early on. Every Every one of these is obviously early on. I'd like to see a, I call it a timely save. Some people call it a big save. 
uh, from one of the goaltenders. They haven't been awful, but they haven't given the team that, yeah, that's what we need. And the puck goes up the other way and goes in the net. Um, it's, and you know what? The thing is they've got to straighten it out in time. Cause you go, you don't want to go to Nashville and Philly because then, Oh, it's early. It's not so early if you're Oh three or Oh four. And there's some things they got to check out for sure. I look at like, to me now, it looked like it was Stuart Skinner, but uh, the other day, you know, I have no idea. Woodcroft likes to play little games and never tells you who's the goalie. Uh, Stuart Skinner was in the goalie's net, and then Campbell started game yeah. one, so I have no idea. But based on how they play, you'd have to go to Campbell, do you not? I would think so. I mean, you know, but I don't, like a lot of people, Jason, I don't have any luck figuring out that position. I mean, I made a joke earlier. If I knew goaltenders, Jeff Delorier would be in the Hall of Fame by now, right? I mean, it's, I, I liked him as a goaltender. For this specific situation, I would think it's Campbell, but I thought it would be Campbell the, the second game to throw him right back in there, given his problems of the past with confidence. I think what you say with Campbell is, you don't say, oh, we still got your back, kid, but go sit down by the stick rack there. I would have said, we still got your back, kid, get back in there. Uh, but they didn't. So I would start him against Nashville. That doesn't mean Jay Woodcroft feels the same way. Would you put DeHarnay back in the lineup or would you just stick with the same lineup? Well... I don't know that DeHarnay makes as much of a difference as what we're seeing if, if Woodcroft sticks with these uh, uh, line changes. I never get too excited about line changes because often they last for two shifts or two periods, and then you go back to, to, to what you uh, were at before. I like DeHarnay. I like what he brings to the game. When you're 0-2, uh, you could argue there's no – no reason why why you wouldn't make a change to change things up late a little bit. But you know what? They're not getting dominated in any one aspect of the game. They are not scrambling around like crazy, giving up quality chances and being hemmed in their own end. DeHarnay, um, sure. You know, I haven't, uh, I haven't particularly, I didn't particularly like, uh, uh, the way Nurse played on that one goal, but it's one play. Um, you're not taking him out. So you're going to put him in your bottom pairing? Sure. It, it wouldn't hurt, but I don't think that's a major change. I look at these lines and wonder, all right, if we're going to get Kane McDavid and Dreisaitl, um, that's, you know, that that's a change that, that grabs me only because it's the old let's go to the Let's power up mode, you know, if it's if you're talking about a video game. Put those two guys together. I wonder about Fogel on that second line. I like that third line pretty much so far, and that changes now. Yeah, well, maybe it's to get uh, Brown going. I didn't see very much from him in the in the first two games. I'd like to see a little bit more from him. No. Uh, well, really, I could argue about a lot. Like, heck, Connor McDavid, five on five doesn't have a point in two games. So, you know what? I know that people are, oh, my goodness. But, hey, Connor McDavid's got to do more uh, than he's done five on five. Obviously, on the power play, the power play is going to score. Like, no one's shutting down the power play for long stretches. It's not happening. They're just too good. But five on five, they're going to go. And I I think McDavid and Drysaddle together, and we've seen this in the past, you put them together, they get some points, they feel good, and even the best players in the world – need to maintain their their high level of confidence. And so you put them together. It's Nashville where Drysaddle has feasted on them as of late. And it's a younger team now. And I know they've had UC Saros there, but it doesn't matter. Drysaddle scored against Nashville for yeah. fun lately, which is crazy. But I think, hey, you know what? Get those guys off to have a good game. You can easily separate them. They'll be fine. But I do think you even want, as crazy as it sounds, is you got to get your best player going five on five, so why not put them together? I don't mind that move actually for a game. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I just I think it's an indication of what's not going right, and what's not going right 
aside from McDavid's production at this point, and that's not insignificant. He's your best player, although it always feels a bit weird to point at Connor McDavid given that he's going to be fine. What what I wonder about is when you got a top six and you've got uh, Evander Kane and Connor Brown not getting much done, when you you know when that's two out of six guys, it 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 forces the coach's hand, and and you know that's what I think that's what we're seeing now. Um, I haven't much liked Brown. I didn't expect him to come out and dominate it. I mean, let's be honest, he got into four games last season. Um, it's going to take him some time, just as it's going to take. Uh, Matthias Ekholm sometime. He showed the rust or whatever you want to call it, just that he hadn't had a camp and hadn't had a preseason. He got he goes a little slow uh, going to the outside on that goal. He got there, but he he didn't get there with any force, and he didn't get there soon enough to prevent the shot on that goal. He's going to be better. I mean, he was better for all 21 games he played when he came over last season. But these are things when you stack them up, all at the same time, and then you get off to the 0-2 start. That's what gets people buzzing. I'm not going to be the don't worry guy, but I'm also not going to be the sky is falling guy. I'm right in the middle, and let's see what they do in Nashville. Rubes, good stuff, buddy. We will chat with you on Thursday. Have a good one. I shall. And by the way, Jason, I really wish I would have had one of those Valor helmets in the 70s because it sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> they would have had to make a few extra large ones then. I'm not sure they would have fit. <laughs> I, knew you'd, I knew you'd go that way. <laughs> well, it's too easy. It's too easy. But it would be. Hey, you know what? Uh, Pat LaFontaine's done a lot of work in it. And in theory, it makes sense. And it's funny how we've seen the yeah. one-piece helmets before, and then they've kind of went away from them. And so, you know, we'll see mm-hmm. if it comes back in. I think ultimately, to, to make it something more people are going to wear it's going to have to lower down a price 459 bones canadians going to yeah. be going to be tough pill to swallow but lots of time things are higher when they first come in and then they go down so we'll see where it goes rubes have a good one that's uh robin yeah, robin brownley aka ruben bronte uh we'll get to uh connor halley and a sports 1440 update brought to you by bie engineering specialize in all your residential commercial and industrial structural engineering needs go to bie ENG.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm-hmm.